Part two, Anchor Cast Box, Wednesday night, the 21st of April. You guys are here live on the air. Let's, uh, let's continue. Uh, again, I'm going to go into Daniel chapter 5 through 7. We're going to dig into that. And uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, continue part two, our second hour here, live Wednesday night. Worldwide live ministry podcast, Pastor Rick Rally here live. Uh, on the air, YouTube, Block Talk Radio, and y'all know the rest. Amen. Continuing on with Anchor Castbox. Uh, friends, we're going to dig into Psalm 91. I want to open up with that for the second hour here. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Amen. One of the one of the uh, scriptures in Psalms that just, you know, give me so much encouragement and hope. My friends, I want to share that with you right now. Amen. All right, there's that heartburn kind of coming back on me. So, like I said, I've still got some residue from the from this uh, bug virus or whatever it was uh, that got me this last week. That's why I've been off the air since the ninth. Uh, so you have the days. You figure it out. Uh, it was from the ninth was the last broadcast uh, up until tonight, and I was gonna try to go on Monday, but I just wasn't feeling uh, well at all. Uh, and then I can just continue to reset, 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 you know, three or four times and uh, kind of just push that back. And, uh, you know, I prayed about it all day. Uh, I've been really resting, taking it easy, you know, doing what I need to do. God's got me. So uh, I just laid it all on him and, and just, you know, prayed, kept praying, kept digging in, kept praying, studying, reading my Bibles, reading the scriptures. Uh, and, uh, so again, I kind of test ran, uh, some podcasts earlier in the day, uh, updated our Twitch TV channel ministry podcast live there. Uh, and then of course over at Rizzle.com, I did that. And, uh, like I said, I just kind of, you know, I, I test ran, uh, some, some, uh, messages, some scriptures, uh, updates there. Uh, to, uh, you know, just kind of see how I was feeling, and, and especially with, like, my, my back and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got a brace on now. You guys can't see this, but I'm actually in a uh, lower, kind of a lower back part of a brace. Because uh, I'm having some some uh, nerve damage or something, again, now with my face and then with my back, so... Uh, but yeah, you know, God is good and, and uh, we just got to keep trusting him, uh, no matter what, my friends. Uh, so I just had to keep pressing in and digging in and holding on. Um, amen. So yeah, let's go ahead and get to Psalm 91, friends. Like I said, my go-to scripture, uh, when I was, um, you know, kind of just laying there, couldn't really move or breathe too much, but uh, I was just laying there praying. And, uh, you know, I just got in my notes and, and say, God, just get me through this. Just get me through this one more day. God, get me through this. And, and he did. So uh, that's why I'm back. and um, Back on track, my friends. Thank you guys again for the support uh, on all the channels. You guys know who you are. appreciate you. Uh, I'm humbled again. Like I always say, I'm always humbled to, to bring this message to you. Um, you know, to bring this content to you, right? To bring you some church service, a little bit different than I would say 
Uh, but it's the way God gave it to me. Uh, just go out there and preach it and bring you the message, right? Bring you the scriptures. So let's dig into the word, my brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and get some more word in. Psalm 91, 1 through 16 here. Uh, my friends, let's read that together again. Uh, I dwell in the shelter of the Most High and in the, uh, in the rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. And we're going to claim this, friends. We're going to claim it and receive it right now. Uh, amen. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him whom I trust. And surely He will save me from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Uh, amen. He will cover me with His feathers you, uh, and under His wings... I will find refuge. His faithfulness will be my shield and rampart. I will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at my side, uh, ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come near me. I will only observe with my eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If I make the Most High my dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will befall me. No disaster will come near my tent, for he will command his angels concerning me to guard me in all my ways, they will lift me up in their hands, so that I will not strike my foot against a stone. I will tread upon the lion and the cobra. I will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because you love me, says the Lord, I will rescue you. I will protect you. Uh, I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble, right? Claiming it. I will deliver you and honor you. With long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Or a shot. Always love those. I got the notes right there. My go-to book. All right, my go-to thing. thing right. All right. Uh uh uh. All right. So, I want to go to a quick scripture here, friends. So, follow along with me, if you will. All right. Let's see. I want to go to a quick scripture for you. My friends are with you uh, as we dig into this word here. And we're going to go into Daniel here, but I want to go into Matthew. Uh, so turn with me, if you can, my friends, if you will. Let's go to Matthew chapter 11, verse, uh, what is it, 28 here. All right, or 12. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Right, let's see where we're at with that. All right, let's go to... Uh, chapter 11, the book of Matthew, and we're going to go to about 28, friends. You know this one? I hope you do. Anyway, I'm going to give it to you again. 
Ah, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, uh, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So just remember, my friends, uh, again, this was one of my other go-to uh, scriptures I ended up at. Again, uh, praying and, and studying, or reading anyway. Uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse, let's see, what do we got? So Matthew chapter 11, from about uh, 28 down to 30. Uh, friends, he says he will give us rest. Uh, Come unto me, all ye labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen, right? So there you go, my friends. One of my other uh, go-to scriptures uh, during... During this, you know, you know, things things just happen and uh you know, just kinda glean into the word of God, my friends, no doubt, right? Uh all right, let's continue. Uh let's get going here on our well, we're not quite uh, going into our second hour, uh, my friends. Let's get some more coffee here. Uh, you know, the other part, uh, my friends, I wanted to share with you real quick. I was not able, actually went, uh, what was it? I went nine days without coffee. I could not drink coffee. For some reason, uh, with this, whatever it was, uh, I couldn't have coffee. So I just actually had, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, actually got to sit through my first full cup of coffee. Uh, man, you don't know what, I mean, you know, when you drink that, I guess maybe I drink maybe a little bit of extra coffee. Because uh, I got such a weird schedule and I got such a long, uh, long schedule, a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, you know, it's always busy, um, you know, but... Um, you know, don't know what that's like not having, not even being able to drink coffee at all. I mean, I couldn't not drink it. I couldn't, and that's that's. And y'all know, you you see me drinking coffee here during the podcast. Uh, man, it was something else. I was like, uh, Lord, uh, let me be able to have a cup of coffee when I wake up. No, nothing for, uh, like I said. Nine days. Uh, very, you know, it's like... I, Lord was teaching me something or sharing, doing something. Anyway, so I'm I'm back, but uh, back with the coffee. Not as much. I, I guess that was a sign. I got to slow it down because uh, something, I don't know. Anyway, my friends, let's go ahead and... Keep rolling here. We're live on the air. Let's go to Daniel chapter 7. I'm going to try to get Belchazar. I think that's his name. i got to work on that still. 
But uh, as I was meditating on that, I thought, Lord, please show me how to say that word, pronounce it, pronunciation. Slow it down, breathe through it, and read it, right? All right, so I think, uh, like I said, camera didn't get moved too much. So let's pick up where we left off before uh, in the first year of Belshazzar. Chapter 7. Amen. In the book of Daniel. All right. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Love this book. Now Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night... And behold, <clears throat> the four winds of the heaven uh, strove upon the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another, right? All right, now the first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked. And it was lifted up from the earth and made upon a stand, or stand upon the feet as a man. And a man's heart was given to it. Now watch this description, friends. Pretty graphic. Right? You guys had a chance to read the book of Daniel. There's only 12 chapters there, so check it out if you get a chance, my friends. Uh, all right. In verse 5, And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side and had three ribs uh, in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. Uh, after this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. And the beast had also four heads, and dominion was given unto it, or given to it. And after this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, the fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth, and it devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue from the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Now, imagine that, uh, friends. Uh, the description. Very, very descriptive of uh, his vision, all right, of what he saw, right? All right, so let's go ahead and continue. Uh, all right. So we're in verse 8, chapter 7, the book of Daniel, friends, if you're just coming on in. Now, I consider the horns, and behold, there came up another, uh, among them another little horn, and before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow. 
and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels are burning fire. Uh, a fiery stream issued from, or and, let's see, let's go back, backtrack to verse 10, right? A fiery stream issued and came forth uh, from before him. Thousand, thousand ministered unto him. And ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. And the judgment was set. And the books were opened right there in Revelation, my friends. 19 through 20, uh, 22 there. I beheld them. Maybe it's furthermore, like 13, 13 or 14. We might have to dig back into Revelation again to check that out. So anyway, there you go, my friends. Uh, I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the, the horn spake, I behold even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. All right, back in the King James here, my friends. All right, as concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of the Days. And they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory in a kingdom that all people, nation, languages should serve him. Uh, his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. All right, now, I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit, and in the midst of my body and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near unto him of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretations of the things. Again, uh, friends, we're looking at uh, Daniel chapter 7 through 9. Friends, we're digging into the word. Uh, amen. All right. So let's go back. I think, let's see. Let's go to 16. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this, so that he told me and made me know the interpretations of these things. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings. Uh, which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Then I should know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful, whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured, break in pieces, and stamped the residue with his feet, right? All right. And of the ten horns that were in his head, and of, <clears throat> of 
the other which came up, and before whom three fell, even of that horn that had eyes, and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints, and prevailed against them until the Ancient of Days came. And judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and, uh, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdoms. Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down, and break it in pieces. And then the ten horns out of his kingdoms are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue these kings, or three kings, and he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change uh, times and laws. Uh, and they shall be given unto his hand uh, until a time and times and the, the dividing of time, which is about three and a half years, right? Amen. All right, got to get some copy here, friends. All right. All right, just a little after 10.30 p.m. here Pacific Standard Time. You're live on the air, YouTube, Worldwide Live Mission Podcast. Pastor, we're you live back, feeling a little bit better. I uh, still got some residue of that uh, thing I was going through, but, uh, you know, we got to keep preaching. We got to keep moving forward, right, friends? All right, let's continue in uh, chapter 7 here. At about verse 20, or let's see, 40. No, it's 26, right? It looks like a 4, but it really is a 2. Amen. Let's continue, my brothers and sisters. But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High whose kingdom is everlasting kingdom, or an everlasting kingdom, and all do, uh, dominions shall serve and obey him. Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations must or much trouble me, and my continence changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. All right, let's move right on over to chapter 8, my friends. We're going to get through this. Amen. It's good. All right. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me, Daniel. After that, which appeared unto me at the first, 
And I saw in a vision it came to pass when I saw uh, that I was at Shushan in the palace, right? Um, which is in the province of Elam, or Elam. And I saw in a vision, and I was by the river of uh, Yule. Then I lifted up mine eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram which had two horns. Uh, all right. Where did I go? All right, and the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. Uh, and I saw the ram pushing westward, and northward, and southward, so that no beast might stand before him, neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand. But he did uh, according to his will, and became great right and I was as I was considering behold uh, and he and he goat came from the west on the face of the whole earth and he touched not the ground and the goat had a notable horn between his eyes and he came to the ram that had two horns, and which I had seen uh, standing before the river, and ran unto him in the fury, the fury of his power. Now when I saw him close to the uh, close unto the ram, and he was moved and uh, collar against him, and smote the ram. And break his two horns. And there was no power in the ram to stand before him. And he cast him down to the ground and stamped upon him. And there was uh, none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Now therefore, the he-goat waxed very great when he was strong. And the uh, great horn was broken. For it came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven, uh, in which uh, and out of them, or out of one of them came forth a little horn, which waxed exceeding great towards the south and towards the east and towards the pleasant land. All right, and it waxed great even to the host of heaven, and it uh, cast down some of the hosts and of the stars to the ground, and stamped upon them. Yea, he magnified himself even to the prince of the hosts. By him the daily sacrifice was taken away. As we are in uh, Daniel chapter 8, my friends. All right. And uh, let's see. It about uh, verse 12. And an host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression. And it cast down to the ground, or the truth to the ground, and it practiced and prospered. Then I heard one saint speaking, and another saint said unto the certain saint which spoke, How long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice 
and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden under foot. Right? Now, and he said unto me, uh, unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. And it came to pass, when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning then, uh, behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. Uh, and I heard a man's voice between the uh, banks of Uli, which called and said, Gabriel makes this man to understand the vision. So, if he, or he came near where I stood, uh, and when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face. Then he said unto me, Understand, O son of man, for the time, uh, for at the time of the end shall, uh, shall be the vision, right? Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face towards the ground. Uh, but he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will, make, uh, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the imagination. For at the time appointed, the end shall be. All right. The ram which sawest having two horns are the kings of Medea and Persia. And the rough goat is the king of Grecia. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, Four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. All right. Um, let's see. Now, 23. Chapter 8, verse 23, friends, in the book of Daniel. We're digging in. All right. And, the, uh, and in the later time of the kingdom, when the transgressors are come to... Uh, to the full, a king of fierce continence. Uh, right. Uh, and understanding dark sentences shall stand up, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully, and he shall prosper, or shall prosper, and practice, and shall destroy the mighty, and the holy people. Uh, and uh, though his policy also shall he cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many, he shall uh, also stand up against the prince of princes, and he shall be broken without hand. And the vision of the evening and the morning which told is true, whereas shut thou up the vision, and it shall be for many days. And I, Daniel, fainted, 
and was sick certain days. See? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, like I was reading this and I was like mirroring what I was going through and, and you know, some of the visions, some of the stuff I was seeing. Uh, and then I was like, wow. And he, and he says right there, and I, Daniel, fainted and was sick certain days afterward. I rose up and did the king's business, uh, being about our father's business. Right, friends? And I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. All right. So let's, uh, I know nine is uh, pretty long, uh, but uh, I want to get to it, so... Uh, let's see, we got time, yeah, we're okay, two hours, I never know, all right, chapter nine in the book of Daniel, my brothers and sisters, come on, wake up, my friends, amen, we're having some late night church service here tonight, I'm glad you're here in the house, amen, glad to be back on the air again. Uh, amen, amen, amen. Give the Lord glory, my friends. Amen. All right, chapter 9. Let's dig into the book of Daniel, my friends. Uh, amen. It just laid on my heart that i got to preach this word, my friends. So let's get into it. Let's continue uh, in Daniel chapter 9, my friends. Amen. All right, in the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus. And to the seed of the Medes, or Medes, right? Uh, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of the reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years, wherefore, of the Lord came to Jerusalem. Uh, let's see. Or which the, the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet. I got it mixed up there. All right. And he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jer uh, Jerusalem. There it is. That's why I was going there. Uh, and I set my face unto the Lord. Uh, God to seek by prayer and supplications, which fasting or with sack uh, fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Talking about that on the last broadcast, right? And I prayed unto the Lord, my God, in my confession, and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant of mercy to them that love him, send to them that keep his commandments, right? All right. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Neither have we hearkened unto the servants, the prophets, which spake in thy name to our kings and princes, or our princes and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. Lord, righteousness helongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces, as at the day, or this day, to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off, 
through all the countries whither thou hast driven them because of their trespass, that they have trespassed against thee. All right. Uh, o Lord, to us belongeth confusion of uh, face to our kings and to our princes and to our fathers because we have sinned against thee. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness uh, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he has set before us by his servants the prophets. Yea, all Israel have uh, transgressed by law even by departing and they might not obey the voice before the curse is poured upon us and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. Friends, we're digging into uh, Daniel chapter 9. If you're just joining us tonight, uh, we are, uh, we're taking a look at the book of Daniel. So, uh, all 12 chapters, right? All right, so let's uh, continue here. Now, if, uh, let's see, let's go back to 11. Uh, yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing. Uh, and they might, uh, let's see, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. Hmm, man. All right. And he hath confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judged us, by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven hath not been done as hath been done upon Jerusalem. Uh, and it is written in the law of Moses, This evil has come upon us, yet uh, made we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. Uh, therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all. Amen. Uh, his works for which he doeth. For we have obeyed not his voice. And now our Lord our God that hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt. And the mighty hand or with a mighty hand as it says. And hast gotten thee renown as at this day we have sinned. We have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all their righteous or of our righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and thy fury be turned away uh, from the, thy city, Jerusalem. The holy mountain, uh, because of our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem to thy people, uh, being a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, as we go into verse 17, our God 
Hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon the sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. All right, let's go to verse 18. Now, O oh my God, incline thine ear and hear, open thine eyes, and behold our desolations, and the city which is called by thy name uh, for me to do, uh, do not present our supplications or present our supplications before thee for our righteousness. All uh, right, but for thy great mercies, O Lord, hear, O Lord, forgive, O Lord, hearken and do, defer not for thine own sake, O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin, and the sin of my people Israel, uh, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God, for the holy mountain of my God, uh, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, uh, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, uh, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me upon the time of the evening uh, ablation, right? And he informed me and talked with me, and he said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I came to shew thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sin or sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring an everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that uh, from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah the Prince, shall be seven weeks, and threescore and two weeks. And, uh, let's see, the street shall be built again, and the wall, even in Troas times. And after their uh, threescore and two weeks, shall the Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city, and sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. Noah, right? We're talking about Noah there. At the end of the war, our war desolations are determined, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week, 
you shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. Uh, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolates. Oh, mercy, my friends. Boy, I know that was long, but I had to get that out. That was, uh, what, uh, how many chapters or verses was that? 27 verses in there. All right. Boy, oh, boy, was that, that, I know, that's a lot there, my friends. That took up the whole hour and a half there, but uh, I had to get it out. You know, I got to get this stuff out here, so... Uh, all right, my friends, we're, I think we're just going to go through just a few more. Uh, I'm going to kind of go back here uh, to something I was looking at earlier. Uh, we've kind of shared this already and, and really kind of read this out. But I want to give it to you again. I think maybe we'll just close out with one or two little uh, scriptures here, uh, my friends. Uh, so let me mark my spot so I don't lose it for tomorrow. Uh, amen. So we'll be looking at, uh, let's see, Jeremiah. So Jeremiah, we left off with uh, uh, verse or chapter 9. So we're going to be picking up tomorrow's podcast at 7.30. Back here again. Jeremiah chapter 10 through 12. And then we got Daniel chapter 8 through 9. So a lot to dig into. Uh, like I said, uh, there's a lot uh, that we have to get into. Uh, amen. All right, so we got that. So let me go uh, over to the next one I wanted to share with you. Um, let's see. We're going to get into just a couple more, maybe. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so check this out, my friends. This is what I was reading it the other day. Really good. Uh, now, if you got your notebooks and your pens with you, my friends, and you're still up here, you're still awake, thank you guys for hanging in there with me. We're going to take another look here, friends. Uh, let me get uh, the notes here. Uh, amen. Uh, op uh, let's see. Apocalyptic literature. I had to think about that for a second. Because I read that before. We've done this before. This is kind of a recap. Apocalyptic literature in the book of Daniel. Uh, so let's take a look at that, my friends. And like I said, we might just close out here. Uh, just uh, maybe one or two. We'll read through this. We'll see what time we got. And then maybe we'll just go through uh, one or two here. Alright, so let's get to the apocalyptic literature. I want to bring that back up again. Let's go ahead and go do that. Alright, so, again, out of the Orthodox Study Bible here, friends. You know, I like to kind of jump around different Bibles, but uh, not too much. Just keep it, keep it right there. Now, within Holy Scripture, there are certain visionary prophetic writings uh, that are specifically seen as revelations. Because they reveal something about the last days or the end times. 
Now, these writings within Holy Scriptures are uh, a part of a larger group of works known as apocalyptic literature, from a Greek word meaning to uncover or unveil. From uh, about 250 B.C. to A.D. 200, uh, there were some 30 to 40 such works circulating within the Jewish and early Christian communities. Only one of all these writings, the Revelation of John, also called the Apocalypse, uh, was accepted by the church to be a part of the Holy Scripture. Now, there are sections in the Bible which are uh, also written in an apocalyptic style. Now, I'm going to throw a lot of scriptures at you, friends. That's why I said you got to have your notebooks with you and your tablets here. Uh, now, Isaiah 24 to 27 and 60 to 66. Again, we're talking about the apocalyptic literature here, friends. Ezekiel 38, 39. Daniel chapter 7 through 12. Zechariah 1, 6, or 1 through 6, and 9 through 14. And Mark chapter 13. Alright, so that's the first and second part, so let's go to the third one here. Now, it is, uh, it's uh, typical for apocalyptic writings, my friends, to describe visions of angels, animals, or various kinds, scrolls, lamps, stars, and dragons, as well as battles and various natural disasters. Uh, now, the Revelation of John includes much imagery found also in Ezekiel, Daniel, and Zechariah. Uh, now, we're going to look at some scriptures and some chapters here. Ezekiel chapter 41 through 5. Revelation chapter 11, 1, 21, and 9 through 17. So that's, now watch this, friends. There's two different chapters here. Revelation chapter 11, verse 1. And Revelation 21, 9 through 17. Now Daniel 7, 1, 8. And Revelation 13, 1, 5. And Zechariah 4, 1, 6. And 11 through 14. Going back over to Revelation chapter 4, 5. And then we've got 11, 3, and 4. Now, about... Three-fourths of the 404 verses in Revelation uh, refer to something in the Old Testament, right? Uh, we're reading uh, the apocalyptic literature here. Now, how are we to understand this uh, not easily understood literally, or literally, that's a tough word to say, right? Literally form, literally, there it is the form, right? That thing, right? That that stuff right there, right? Uh, how are we to apply these scriptures, you ask, to our lives? Now, Christ taught it uh, 
talks, it is impossible to know when he will come again. Matthew 24, 36, 44, right? It is impossible to determine the precise meaning of all the imagery in the apocalyptic writings. Uh, rather, we are to look forward to the end of time with sober yet eager anticipation. As pilgrims seeking his eternal kingdom. Uh, Philippians 3.20 and Colossians 3, 1 through 4. Now, a prayer by St. Basil the Great says, Grant us to pass through all the night of this present life uh, with vigilant heart or a vigilant heart and sober thoughts in expectancy of the coming of the bright and manifest day of our Lord. Alright, let's go to number five. The apocalyptic texts are offered to Christians in every generation to encourage them in their struggles against sin. Uh, the principalities and powers of darkness in this world, Ephesians 6, 12, right? Which we read, the armor of God. And the fear of death. Now, these writings assure us that even as the midst of the cosmic catalysm or cataclysms uh, and battles against evil powers, occurring uh, just before Christ returns, right? We're in the end times. We're seeing this every single day, friends, right? You watch the news, you see what's going on. Come on now. We are in the end times. We, be, we need to be ready, right? Prepared, ready. Not scared, but prepared and get and, and ready, uh, my friends. So, we're talking about the apocalyptic uh, literature here. Now, uh, let's see, let's kind of backtrack just a little bit. Uh, all right. So, uh, as it was saying, now these writings assure us that even in the midst of the cosmic catalysms or cataclysms and battles against evil powers occurring just before Christ returns, the time of great tribulation, Matthew 24, 21, the Lord will strengthen and guide his people. Amen? Right? Um, all right, Matthew 28, verse 20. Bringing them to final victory over all forces of evil. Revelation chapter 20, verse 7 through 10. Making refer or references to Daniel 7 and 12 concerning the end times. Uh, now, St. Cyril, Cyril of Jerusalem explains... That as in this pers uh, persecutions, or as in the persecutions, God will again permit these things. Why? Not because he wants satanic power to hinder his people, uh, but because he desires to crown his own champion for the are there for their patience, endurance, my friends. 
just as he did his prophets and apostles, so that having toiled for a little while, they may inherit the eternal kingdom of heaven. So, in 6, so the essential purpose of the apocalyptic writings is to encourage the faithful to be full of hope and prepare uh, and prepare to preserve uh, to the end. Persevere. There it is. Persevere to the end, my friends. Uh, amen. No matter what happens, Matthew 24, 3, 13, Luke 21, 25 through 28, all are inspired to look through the darkness of the present age and to behold the ultimate victory of Christ. Amen. And the joyful consummation uh, that awaits his bride, the church, who, uh, through her sacraments, has prepared herself for the coming of the Lord. Second Peter chapter three, seven through fourteen, Titus chapter two, eleven through four, or fourteen, eleven fourteen. Now, the closing words of the New Testament express this very sense of expectation. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Revelation 22 and verse 20. I don't know about you, my friends, but boy, I re when I read that, I just, man, I I'm fired up. I'm ready. My friends, you know, amen. But that that gives me uh, uh, just such a sense of calmness and, and peacefulness, my friends. That eternal peace, our Lord and Savior is coming. We got to be prepared, my friends. Right? Amen. All right. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh man. I sometimes I just get carried away with myself. I can't help it. Well, I can, but I don't want to. Right? <laughs> All right. So, what do we got? <laughs> I'm looking at Daniel again. And uh, so we're going to go tomorrow. That was way over in 40. Uh, da, 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 da. Back, 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 back here. What we got? So we, we're going to pick it up in 10 tomorrow. I think that's what we got to do, my friends. All right. Let's see. So uh, we're going to go just a little bit further, my friends. Stay up. Stay awake. <laughs> we'll close it out. We just got a couple more uh, couple more chapters we're going to do here. Uh, my friends, not too much here. I'll let you get on out of here. Uh, 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 um. Well, you did come to church, right? Amen. I'm just glad I'm back. I'm glad I can uh, keep going on here. Uh, amen. Of course, of course, my cords are all wound up and bound up here. I don't know what to do with them. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Good thing I got the extension cord on it, too. It's it's wrapped uh, through the mixer over here, and it kind of goes underneath my table and kind of wrapped around here, which I got to redo. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why I did that, but I kind of wrapped it funny, kind of wrapped it odd here, so. 
<sighs> the joys of podcasting, right? Hey, man, friends, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I'm not complaining. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here, friends. All right, there it is. Anchorcast 